0: where me and a guest rant and rave about a certain topic. Today's topic is astrology. And joining me today is my friend, Chris. Say what's up. Hello. <laughs> Hi, how are you?
1: Good, just chilling.
0: I mean, as we all should be in this in this heat. Wait, how hot is it in Oregon right now?
1: You're going to be a little bit jealous because it's not hot at all.
0: It's 65
1: Die, degrees keep and that cloudy. To yourself. <laughs> Never mind.
0: <Bye. laughs> I heard six and that's enough that's <laughs> shut your mouth uh so uh Chris by the way I I decided to invite them on the podcast because they're insanely well not only insanely smart just in general and well educated emotionally intelligent like like other people that I've had on the podcast but also like insanely smart uh when it comes to astrology so I'm like who else <laughs> Better than to have on the podcast than Chris.
1: I will say, while it seems like I know a lot about astrology, there's still so much more I could learn. So I appreciate that you invited me to talk about astrology.
0: Of course. Well, happy Pride.
1: Yeah, happy Pride. Oh, shit, it's Pride Month. I keep it forgetting. <laughs> um, I uh,
0: I realized that, uh, so I, I kind of started, decreasing my social media presence Mm
1: -hmm.
0: um predominantly more in like instagram like i'm still like barely on snap uh Mm -hmm. snapchat was never like a time sucker for me Mm -hmm. um still kind of on twitter twitter was never a time sucker for me but i'm like barely on on instagram now so and one of my friends was like, you know, not you dipping out on, on Pride Month.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I was like, where did where did Xavier go with all of these memes and all the jokes? But I respect
0: it. I respect it. Well, you know what? Uh, I I told him I'm like that's how anti-corporation I uh, I am. I'm like while well, the corporations are like dipping out, like dipping in for Pride Month, I'm like bye homos this is what I'm leaving <laughs> and then exactly. I'll come in, I'll bless you guys in July fuck um, rainbow
1: <laughs> capitalism
0: <laughs> exactly but uh but yeah I know. so I was just like I don't even know if I'll come back in July I'm, I'm kind of liking the um I'm liking like the option to like just like dip in like watch a few stories and then dip out yeah it's cool um how have you been
1: I've been good. i um, still trying to work on my life balance, work life balance up here. I'm back in an office. So how do you like uh, it? being in an office? Yeah. Um, it has its perks. I mean, I like that if I need something, I can just walk into my supervisor's office instead of waiting for them to answer a DM, you know,
0: that's that's very true.
1: But I honestly, truly miss working from home like so much.
0: They're not letting you do, like, a hybrid thing where you can do, like, half and half or something?
1: I mean, I have options to work from home, but because I work for an organization that supports houseless um, youth, like, a lot of the work we do, it's important for us to be in office, especially when, like, youth advocates aren't in. If we have a youth that needs resources and stops by, like, someone has to be there.
0: That's... I mean, that absolutely makes sense. Um, And uh, so, again, the more... listeners the more you learn about Chris the more you'll know that again not only are they smart they're (laughs) extremely fucking like kind to people I mean stop but like (laughs) not
1: really keep going
0: (laughs) I know keep keep it going keep it going but um I love that and you know like I I work for a really great company like very Mm -hmm. progressive company um and I love them but it just kind of annoys me when we even have conversations about going back to the office because Arizona right now is a hot spot for covid yes and um but also like their their main thing is like oh you know we love you know we, the culture is important which the culture at this company is really great like honestly mm-hmm. it really is they're super like i said they're very liberal they're very they're very, uh, the culture is really, like, uplifting. But I'm like, mm-hmm. is there going to be a carnival at work every day? Because if not, like, <laughs> nothing's going to beat me fucking working in my, like, you know, underwear. You know? That like, is
1: so true. God, I miss that. I miss just rolling to the bed in my T-shirt and, like, yoga pants and just being No at work. bra, just
0: fucking. <laughs> hell yeah.
1: <laughs> giving the plant actually... something
0: to look at. <laughs> exactly.
1: Now I actually have to human. I have to, like, put a bra on and put jeans right. on. <laughs> it's
0: Ugh. it's just it's annoying but again for your job i get it because mm. i mean you also have to you know it, it's different for especially youth like they'll need to it is important for them to like connect yeah and feel comfortable my job um i won't say like the company but like uh, i'm a, like data analyst
1: Like look at you so,
0: <laughs> right right trying to get that money but anyways um I'm, like, a data analyst, so, Mm -hmm. like, literally, I have minimal contact with people, and I'm like, you want me to wake up 45 minutes before I have to leave and drive for 30 minutes to then speak with no one at the office, and then, you know, repeat when I, again, I can do that shit at home. Yeah. It's just not the business. I am anti-working in an office. When you, when you can work at at home.
1: I mean... I know it's important for, like, youth to have, like, someone to be there and to, like, meet them and support them if they need it. And, like, obviously, I wouldn't be working where I'm working if if I didn't care. But there yeah. are times where I'm, like, can you just, like, DM me? And then I'll be, like, hey, going to meet a youth over at the office, be back. <laughs> like, That's do I have to yeah. go into the
0: office? I like that idea, actually. Yeah. Yeah,
1: well, I was invited. This is not astrology related, but I was invited to be a part of the the staff the advocacy council, I don't know, something that the organization is trying to do to ensure that they're actually like working on equity and inclusion throughout the whole organization and not just the LGBTQ department. Yeah. Um, and so that is once I gain trust of some upper level employees, I'm I am going to advocate for like hybrid styles, maybe a four day work week, <laughs> you know, trying nice. to push some I love stuff. that. Yeah.
0: Well, congrats. Congrats yes. on your money moves. Um, just while we're kind of, uh, you know, before we dive into astrology and, and mm-hmm. all of that, I, I, I do want your insights on, um, like, what are your thoughts on, like, friends who go to, like, Chick-fil-A or support any company that is, you know, not necessarily just, sla- you know, just slapping a rainbow, you know, icon on their social media, but um just companies that are outwardly like vocal about being anti-lgbtq plus how do you feel about friends going to them and Um, and this this goes for both people in the community and people outside i just kind of want your input on that
1: yeah you know i used to get like really really bent out of shape about it i used to be really upset and i was like you are supporting these organizations or these companies that are directly providing money to other organizations and companies that invest their time and life in killing us. Yeah. Um but through my time in research and understanding like the social implications of capitalism and racism and just all of these systemic issues that impact like black indigenous and communities of color, I have learned to be more lenient because the reality is there is no ethical consumption on- under capitalism. It doesn't matter what you try to do. There is no ethical consumption. Like We could do our best and shop local but sometimes the local shops have items that are made from china and we know that those are made in sweatshops with youth like when there are companies that are directly doing things like chick-fil-a where they proudly share that they fund millions of dollars to conversion therapy camps then that's when i'm just like let's try to be a little bit smarter about like other places have chicken their waffle fries suck sometimes they're soggy like you know they don't even have Salt on them, so you're just eating potato soggy potatoes. So, like, if it's the chicken or the if it's the food that you're into, try finding alternatives. Like, I haven't been to Chick Fil A in years, but well, now I'm up in Portland. But there's like some dope ass chicken spots that you know we can go to. And I won't stop talking to them, but I will definitely remind them, like, hey, you are contributing to my community being. Like killed and isolated yeah. and harmed and usually it gets a little awkward but i'm also a direct person which people don't really like but it is what it is that aries um, <laughs> hell yeah. oh my
0: gosh yes ready to square up and i live for it always um, i seem
1: calm because of that cancer rising it gives the impression that i'm just like, like i am super sorry. sweet i will say like i am a you sweet are. person i am kind but also fuck around and find
0: out you know (laughs) I I don't want to I I personally don't want to (laughs) but um yeah I mean I think so my mindset on it um and and I agree with what you said I mean I feel like even if you can shop local there is I mean there's just no there's no like definite way it's very hard to track you know Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. um my mindset is uh you know if if someone in in the community goes to Chick-fil-a Then I'm just kind of then I let it go because I'm just like, as long as they know, you know Mm -hmm. what they're what they're giving their money to, then and it's their decision to just kind of turn a blind eye, and that's their decision. With my cis straight uh, friends, um, I kind of I kind of ask them a question, or I kind of I don't always. I mean, I haven't presented this question, but I kind of always wonder, and I think I will ask this question in a group Mm -hmm. chat that I have Mm -hmm. um, full of uh, cis straight women. Uh, If they were to, if Chick-fil-A tomorrow were to be outwardly open in, let's say, funding um, anti-Latino, Latina communities, would you still go? Mm -hmm. And if the answer is yes, then it tells me that you just, you don't really care about I wouldn't say they don't care about their community, but they just don't care about where the money's going. Very much mm-hmm. like, let's say, members of our community who still go to mm-hmm. Um, They don't, you know, they don't care about where their money goes. But if they don't go, then that makes me question how supportive are you if mm-hmm. you only care when it affects like your community or you directly.
1: Exactly. <laughs> and aside yeah. from that, like another thing that I constantly keep in mind is like accessibility. Um, if, if this is your only option, if like you're on a trip and this is literally your only option, everything else is closest and you're hungry, fine eat. We're not telling you to not eat. We're not telling you to buy, to not buy a sweater if you're freezing, you know, but something that I'd like to point out, cause you know, including my siblings as much as I love them and as much as they're trying and they, they have genuinely shifted so many things in the last 10 years since I've been out. I do pose this question sometimes of like, I know that with me a lot of the shit that I've been through really hit home with them, which is why they, they changed their views on like the LGBTQIA community. They're really working on unlearning and understanding like gender, um, and all of the fucked up shit with the history of the gender binary that we have now. Yeah. But it doesn't need to be your kids in order for you to be like, oh, you know what? I'm going to stop supporting this company that directly contributes to the harm of these, this community of people. Like, Don't right. wait until it hits home because the whole point of community care and mutual aid is to support one another because what we've learned especially through COVID and a lot of people that were never really into like social justice stuff, a lot of people found out that the government does not give a fuck. <laughs> they just care about money and it's always money. It's always the bottom line. They don't care who it affects. They don't care who dies. As long as they're sitting pretty in their offices in D.C. still making money, that is all that matters to them. And so we don't have anyone else other than each other. Because if something happens, usually we go to our parents or we go to a tia, a tio, a family member, a friend. Like, right. we're not over there calling our politicians. Like, hey, this fucked up thing happened at the clinic I just went to. Like, I need your help.
0: Exactly. Well, one more thing before we we close this off. And, mm-hmm. and it's... Um... I think uh, I think the courts just passed some sort of bill or or, uh, to protect the members of our Supreme Court Mm -hmm. um, for, you know, what's everything with with everything that's going on right now with gun reform. Mm -hmm. And that was enacted almost immediately, like their protections. But I'm like, when are we going to start protecting our children and our kids? Exactly. But, you know, it's just because the kids don't bring in the money. Correct. And it ties into what you were just saying, you know, where, where people just want to hold on to power. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and and it and they don't care unless it affects them, unless it's affecting their community, or it's affecting them. But Mm Anyway, that is a topic for another day. <laughs> Happy
1: to be on another episode if you want to talk about it.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. But we are going to dive into astrology. We're going yes. to look at the dips and the, I don't know, the peaks, the, the dips mm-hmm. and the dives. I don't know, but of, of signs that annoy us, signs that we love, signs that everything. Um, well, my first question to you is, which sign or signs raised you?
1: Oof. <laughs> um, my mom is a Scorpio and my dad is a Pisces. A
0: Pisces, okay. How does that work out? Because Pisces uh, or Scorpio, I all I can associate with the Scorpio is like toxic, toxic, toxic.
1: I mean, yes, every sign has toxicity. Absolutely true. But because maybe theirs both... is a little
0: bit higher on a level of toxicity, though.
1: Yeah, it's because. So <laughs> the funny thing is that you and I are, are um, fire signs. So when it comes to water and earth signs, it just there's just some stuff that just does not vibe with us. Like we don't, I guess, see it as a as big of a deal as like water and earth signs may see it. So I personally do think that especially Scorpios. Well, actually no, they're both pretty fucking toxic because Pisces (laughs) think that they can just, so Pisces is a fish and my dad is a Pisces son. Um, And so we'll just talk about like his ego and his basic personality right now. And so like he thinks that, you know, he is like really good with words, which he can be, but he thinks that he can hide his emotion by like swimming to the depth of the water. But what he forgets Is that this motherfucker lives in a pond and he can go to the bottom, but we can still see him. (laughs) You can see right through him.
0: Oh my God. And unfortunately,
1: that leads to a lot of gaslighting. Oh. Yeah. Of like, no, I didn't say that. No, I didn't. Nope, that's not how I said it. And it's just Mm. like, no, but I heard you. (laughs) Right. And and I know exactly (laughs) what you meant by that.
0: Um, sorry, just before we move on, a couple mm-hmm. things. Um, just so listeners know, I'm a Sagittarius and Chris is an Aries. So yes. both j- just so fire that- signs. Correct. Both fire signs, both fire ass people. <laughs> <laughs> um, but okay, okay. And then uh um, well I was uh my stepdad is a Taurus.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's one of two Taurus men that I tolerate. Um Taurus men are not, they're they're not the business for me. Um mm-hmm. And, well, and, and obviously, my, oh, so I'm a Sag, obviously. So me and Taurus men don't get along. But mm-hmm. my mom is a Sagittarius woman. Ooh. So. You, <laughs> you two say? are a fun time.
1: It means you two are a fun time.
0: That's, I mean, they, my mom is very, uh, so she thinks, like, in her eyes, I'm very quiet. And I'm, you know, which I can be. I, I am. Mm-hmm. But on social media, you know, I, I can also be very, like, open. Mm-hmm. Um, and she would like I have her blocked on Instagram because she would be just
1: <laughs> in your I business. Most...
0: Well, no, no, no. She would be just like shocked at the shit that she'd oh, hear that I that okay. I'd say, because she jokes. She makes like like very sexual uh, forward jokes, like hilarious jokes. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, the neighbors are complaining again that you know my headboard keeps hitting their wall. Or something. <laughs> I'm like, Oh my goodness, Mother! And if this was a friend telling me I'd crack the fuck up, but because it's my mom, you know, I gotta cringe a little bit, but yeah, but I make similar jokes and but she does not know that again in, in her mind, I'm probably um a lot know playing a video game and you know playing with my dog and stuff, which is true most of the time, but I also have just a vulgar side that she's never seen, and I yeah. like to up, but yeah, so. Taurus and ASAD, but um, okay. the Taurus men that I've tried to make it work with, not mm-hmm. the business.
1: Yeah, I-, I can think of a Taurus man
0: that <laughs> <laughs> <But> it did <laughs> not you-
1: work out with.
0: Well, you can think of two. I don't know which one you're talking about.
1: My homie, the one oh, I'm close okay.
0: to. okay. Um, Yes. Yes, that one. Okay. Which, by the way, I do like, at, at the beginning of podcasts. I like to tell people where I met people. So... Um, I met Chris. The first time that we met was New Year's Eve, as, mm-hmm. as far as I remember, going into 2018.
1: Yeah. Right. So okay. actually, I met you. No, going into 2019. I met you. At Is the, it really? Yeah. I met you at Charlie's, but you were focused on one person only. And, no. Yeah. And me and my ex were like laughing about it. And we were just like, we're just going to leave it. And we left you two to do your thing. Obviously, I mean it didn't work out, but we <laughs> we heard about the taco day or like the offer to make tacos or something like that. And then yeah. I officially met you, like where we introduced we were introduced to each other and we talked
0: on New Year's Eve. What? Yeah. Not me like <laughs> like Miley Cyrus, like I got my sight set on you. Like just and I'm in <laughs> 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 Tunnel yeah. Vision. I just had tunnel vision. Cause I was like, I liked his vibe. He was super cool, and but mm-hmm. it didn't work out. Like, not in a, It never turned into anything bad.
1: Yeah, well, yeah,
0: yeah. His is probably like the lightest. Um, like it just like I don't have like we're still you know like friends like Instagram mm-hmm. friends, but um, I can't believe I I don't remember that, but yeah, it's um, okay.
1: You're probably a little drunk. I mean, we but, all were. I'm
0: sure. Not probably. It's it's almost a guarantee, but. <laughs> But um, New Year's Eve, when, mm-hmm. when we actually met and I got to know you, um, mm-hmm. I went, I think with like an, like 80% of me went just to see him. Wow. Shocker, right? Shocker. And then down the street from, from where the party was, mm-hmm. was my other Taurus ex. Oh. Or, uh, you, uh, do you know which one? I think so. Used to be friends with your ex too. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that motherfucker. We're we and him are actually like friend, like texting. Us, like, you know, we text each other every couple you know, days or whatever. But mm-hmm. that motherfucker was like a block away, and I think I can always edit this out. But I think by the time that. I think by the time that I went to... That I did the New Year's Eve thing. Uh-huh. Me and, um, me and your homie, uh-huh. the, the first tourist we were talking... Tourist number one that we were just talking yes. about. Uh-huh. Um, had already, like, messed around.
1: <laughs>
0: oh. <laughs> and, and again, yeah, I think I might edit this. Out. I'm, like, I'm looking at the time. I'm, like, I think I'm going to edit this out. But so me and homie had already messed around. And my toxic ass... Mm-hmm. Like what in 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 a blackout rage at uh at the New Year's Eve party, um, my Taurus number two asked me about the situation with Taurus number one, and I uh-huh. said I said oh about us having sex, and he's Ooh. like oh I didn't know, <laughs> and I was like oh okay well you do know so,
1: Patty <laughs> I love it that's that Scorpio Venus of yours coming out to be like. Let me poke you a little bit just to get a reaction out of you, but I'm gonna play it cool.
0: <laughs> oh my, it all makes sense. It mm. all makes sense, but but yeah, I, I basically like like Angela bassett, like car on fire <laughs> behind me, and I'm just like <laughs> you know, I, I I just lit that shit up, but yeah uh, so, yeah, but eighty percent of me went to Dang. a party just to see him where just he ended up sick <laughs>
1: yeah motherfucker broke his toe or like sprained his toe or something <laughs> and he <laughs> couldn't walk i was so mad
0: but i don't care because i met a friend that i will adore for the rest of my life oh, and that's I you
1: yeah i don't regret it either i'm glad i feel like if he would have gone maybe you and i wouldn't have had the chance to like talk
0: yeah and then for anyone who doesn't know Chris like took care of me because I fucking got too lit. I got too on, mm-hmm. and like I'll always remember that. I'm like, oh, Chris. Thank you.
1: Yeah, of course. I mean,
0: your mother don't
1: let you just like flounder.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's just your nurturing instincts that just like took over. Yeah. That's just who you are. And I love it. Yeah, thanks. Um, it's a
1: blessing and a curse. <laughs> it's got me in trouble.
0: Is there um? Is there a sign in your chart that, like, helps bring that out? Cancer. Oh, cancer.
1: Yeah, cancer is ruled by the moon. So the moon is known to be a very nurturing um, planet. And so she's known as, like, Mama Moon or Grandmother Moon. And um, so she, you know, it's a feminine planet. has feminine energy. So there's a lot of water and just like the moon rules the tide of the ocean it rules the water inside of our bodies which is our emotions and so I have a cancer rising and the rising kind of sets up your full birth chart it sets up where your houses are going to be what like where the planets and zodiacs are going to be in your house so if folks don't know or if you look up a birth chart it's kind of like the best way to explain it's kind of like a screenshot of where all of the planets the stars and the asteroids were at, at the exact moment you took your first breath.
0: I love that. That is so crazy. Yeah. Um, well, I I have a friend who's a cancer and he's, mm-hmm. he's a bitch. So everything that you're saying <laughs> is surprising to me. I call him cuntzer. Um, well,
1: I will <laughs> say though, that like, he's probably like that because he was raised and socialized as a man and men aren't allowed to have emotions so he feels deeply and he feels a lot he just doesn't have the skills to cope with it or the emotional intelligence which may not be his fault but if we're adults also like let's step into our healing and into you know maturing and all of these different areas but
0: interesting
1: he probably just doesn't know how to deal with like the amount of emotion that comes with being a cancer because they may have a hard shell, just like a crab. They're represented by a crab. They have a really hard shell, but inside that shell, they are mushy, gushy, soft.
0: He is. He's a, he is a very sweet person, and mm. it's funny, because he's very much that meme where it's like, um, have you seen that, like, cartoon of a, uh, it's like a cartoon of a cat that says, like, oh, I'm so lonely, like, no one loves me, and then, <laughs> like, and then there's, like, a hand, and then it's like, don't fucking touch yes. me. Yes. It's yeah. very him, and so i know he's capable of feelings i don't mean to i if he's listening i don't mean to to you know give this impression of you but he is very hard shelled but mm-hmm. i can see the mushiness behind it too because he'll be like you know he has different love languages so he'll like send me a text or whatever and then mm-hmm. i might not reply right away and he's like whatever dumb bitch or <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> so it it hurt him a little bit but he'll express it differently
1: yeah that's Unfortunately, that's the way the world is. So, like, there is a difference between folks who were raised as like feminine and women, and folks that were raised as masculine and men, um, because there are different societal standards. And while I love astrology because it's kind of like a blueprint, um, the way I like to explain it is that it's a blueprint of your house. It's not built yet, and it's not decorated yet, but it's like you know where each room is going to be. You know where your kitchen is at, your living room. You know everything. But it's up to you and your life and like what nurtures you, to set up the rooms, to figure out the furniture that's going to be in there. Like, are you going to have a broken couch because you had like a fucked up relationship with your family? You know, like different things. Like really
0: good. That's a really good analogy. I love that. That's yeah. I'm going to take that. Of course. Um, You are you're like genuinely making me want to like look into my entire chart. Um,
1: Oh, I remember when I did your first reading.
0: I was just about to say that. So, Chris did my reading. Mm -hmm. Uh, Me, Chris, and my friend Vanessa were FaceTiming each other. And uh, Chris did a reading. And they got two... I don't know. I just... (laughs) I don't even remember what exactly was said. I just remember how I felt, and I was mm-hmm. like, "I don't like this right now." <laughs> I'm you like, "You
1: asked me to stop reading." <laughs> correct. I was like,
0: "Maybe we should reschedule this." And never did I reschedule it. But <laughs> <laughs> but I'm very interested in uh, in learning this. But I do remember, like, when you were just you know reading me to filth, basically, mm-hmm. aka just who I am as a human. But. Um, <laughs> When you are basically just, like, telling me about myself, I was like, oh, shit. I was like, maybe we should, you know, not have this on a four-way conversation.
1: Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah, because I remember, I mean, my ex at that point had fallen asleep because, go fucking figure, like, was drunk before we were even midway conversation and then passed out on the couch. Love Um, that. (laughs) So it was just me, you, and Vanessa chilling. And we were talking, and I remember, I know what I was talking about. I was talking about your Venus sign, your... your venus being in scorpio and the house that it's in and how that manifests and probably how it plays out in like your adult life and you were like oh shit yeah no i'm done correct
0: (laughs) yeah now it's coming back to me in a in like a pitching sound yeah i'm just like (laughs) i i i think i remember what you said too but yeah um yeah, and it's still true. So I, I got to sort that shit out in therapy next week. <laughs>
1: yeah. And see, that's um, what I love about astrology. So I struggle to understand people. I am try- I'm learning mental health reasons as to why that is. Um, I haven't fully accepted it, so I'm, like, not really open about it. So I'm, like, learning and understanding as to why there were moments in my life where, like, I just dead ass did not fucking understand, especially with my mom being a Scorpio. So my mom is a Scorpio Sun Leo moon, Leo rising. Um, yeah, I know <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so she's very emotional and everything's about her. And like, I love her, but also her childhood and her life plays into why she is the way she is. But she, she definitely is like an underdeveloped Scorpio and Leo. And so there's a lot of, like, explosiveness, a lot of pettiness, a lot of, like, trying to be mysterious and, like, poking you with the little scorpion tail that she has. And I didn't understand. I was just like, why is she always crying? (laughs) Like, why is she always so upset? (laughs) And it wasn't until I had their birth chart where I found their birth certificate and I put all the information in and I was like, oh, my gosh. Okay. And since I got that and since I learned how to communicate with her after I saw her Mercury and Mars placements, which are the two communicative planets, Mars is a uh, planet of aggression, war, passion, sex, um, anger, and Mercury is the planet of communication. It rules Gemini and Virgo, but her Mercury, I believe, is either in Leo or in Scorpio. Um, She has a lot of Leo and Scorpio in her chart and once i learned both those communicative planets i was able to tailor the way i talked to her so now our conversations aren't as, as explosive we don't really like argue as much as we used to and i, I have that. yeah i've learned to kind of Congrats. shape my language and some people can say it's manipulative but it's like in a good way because i just don't want to fight with her
0: no. and
1: So I have learned to kind of tailor my words and frame things in a way that she thinks that I'm bringing this harmful thing up because I just deeply, deeply care about her and it's about her and I want it to be better because of her. And so that has been able to like heal our relationship. And so astrology has given me a tool to understand people when I deadass just don't get them sometimes. And so, yeah, so I've been able to like make a lot of different friends in that way because also, I just, I love exploring, I love adventure, and I love meeting and talking to all, all different kinds of people, as shy as I am sometimes. Yeah. And astrology, like, that's why I asked you, like, hey, Sean, do you know your full chart? Because I really liked you, and I just didn't know why. <laughs> and so then you were like, yeah, of course, and you shared your chart with me, and then I started reading it. And I was like, this is why we homies, <laughs> this is why it's a it caravan.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love that. And that's actually one of my peaks for, that's a bullet point that I have for peaks is that mm-hmm. you just can yeah. relate to people. It just, even if it's whether it's, people know as much about, the, about astrology as much as you do, or if they know as little as I do, mm-hmm. like you can still find, you can still vibe with someone literally as long as like they're, uh, a sign that you know that you fuck with, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh it kind of sounds like a gang. <laughs> now that i <I'm> saying <laughs> it out loud. Sounds like a gang, not promoting that, but at the same the time the
1: initiation is letting me read your life.
0: <laughs> Correct. <laughs> How do I get jumped out? Just tell me that. Uh, you're but, stuck with me fool. <laughs> can- well what do you well, I mean it seems like a peak for you is being able to communicate with different people in your lives. Mm-hmm. That seems like a massive peak, you know, yeah. especially when I think you can get a lot. If you can convince people to just kind of see your side. Yeah. So that's, that's a really big peak. What, what are things that just kind of annoy you? Like even just in general, it doesn't have to be about a certain sign, but is there just something that just kind of irks you a little bit?
1: Oh, there's so many things that irk me about it. And it's not even astrology itself. It's just astrology, like in a social sense. Um, I love that it's getting more exposure because again, like astrology is, it predates the three major religions that we have. So astrology existed way before any fucking religion existed. Like indigenous communities and indigenous nations used astrology for harvesting, for planting their food, for all agricultural needs, for house needs like two spirit or indigenous people that were outside of the binary, they held this wisdom for their community and they used the stars and the planets to help navigate a lot of things. Again, every nation is different. So it's different across indigenous communities, but astrology is a really big tool for them. And it predates the three major religions, which I absolutely love because it is something that is like solid um, and isn't like man-made and through a man's lens. Like it, which everyone has their own interpretation, but a lot of the interpretation of the planets and the energies around the planets and the stars has consistently like been similar since we can find research of it. The
0: beginning of, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: and um, But what I do really, really hate about it is that it's used as a way to completely throw out like a whole group of people. And it's like, yes, Scorpios, petty as fuck, can be toxic, but I'm not going to throw every Scorpio away. Will I side eye at you and kind of keep my distance until we can build trust? Absolutely. But that's also a human thing. Right. But, oh my gosh, and I'm going to try not to talk about it too much, but my ex does that all the freaking time. Like Really? Yes. Completely outwrote all Virgos just because they had a bad relationship with their ex who was a Virgo or a couple of exes that are Virgos and their dad. And it's like, yes, but there are amazing qualities that Virgos have. And I have met Virgos that while sometimes we don't meet eye to eye and they do annoy me because they're, <laughs> they're a lot. Um, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: I can appreciate a lot of things and I don't just don't dispose of people just because I know that they're a Virgo.
0: Wow. Gonna... So your ex like just throws Virgos just away socially.
1: Yeah, or something. Okay, so my ex is a Sag with an Aquarius moon. And if he hears this, like, my bad. But also, (laughs) I don't care because I say it with my whole ass chest and I've said it to his face.
0: (laughs) Um, (laughs) Is that Aries again?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and to be clear, I have an Aries sun, so it's my ego and personality. And I have an Aries moon, so it's my inner deep and reactionary emotions. And I have an Aries Venus, which is like passion and love.
0: So, Aries, Aries, Aries.
1: Yes, I've got a lot of Aries, and it shows sometimes.
0: <laughs>
1: but yeah, it's, so we're
0: we're we're thirty seven minutes into this podcast, and it's been showing from second one. So,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm proud of my Aries self. I used yeah, to be no. like, I used to tone it down because that's another pet peeve of mine is that people are like, you're too bossy, you're too this, you're too that, and it's like. Let science be who they are and just help them navigate it in a healthy way. Like, yes, I can be bossy. Yes, I'm very passionate. I'm very aggressive. But I've channeled that through powerlifting. So instead of being aggressive with someone who pisses me off, I'm aggressive with the weights in the gym. Yeah. You know? um, but back to Max. Um, he's a Sagittarius sun, Aquarius moon, Aquarius rising. And So, Aquarians are very, very like they are very intelligent. They're ruled. Oh, I can't remember the ruler. That's fine. They're ruled by some planet (laughs) and (laughs) they're a little more detached. So, they're the more like logical ish sign. They do have emotions. Something that also annoys me is that people see Aquarians as being emotionless. And that's also something my ex, like he would pride himself in. Quote unquote, not having emotions, but I saw the motherfucker behind closed doors. He has weeped in my arms before. And it's like, you're not cool (laughs) by pretending that you're so tough and hard. Correct. Like, that, no, like, there's more to people than just that. And, he is like, oh, it's because I'm an Aquarius. Oh, it's because I'm a Sagittarius. So he will take all of the glorious aspects. And this, not just him, but this is a pet peeve of mine in astrology yeah. in general, is that people take all of the good aspects of their sign. But when it comes to the negative things, they deny it, they hide it, or they just act like they don't see it, they don't hear it,
0: you know? <laughs> I Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, I mean, and, and I was watching a video about this, too, and, and it feeds into what you were just saying. I think what, um, and I agree with the statement, I think what makes astrology uh, or, you know, people reading their horoscopes so interesting is that people love to, like, just talk about themselves. And this Mm -hmm. is like an opportunity for people to talk about themselves. And when people talk about themselves, they just want to hear the good stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, no one wants to dive into the deep stuff. Um <laughs> <clears throat> you know, me two years ago, but
1: that's why I was laughing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: glad glad you knew. But uh, but yeah, no one wants to, you know, face the hardship. But I mean I've I, I know uh the downsides of my side and I'm like, I can see that, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then other and then other things I I'm more so like, maybe not justified, but I'm just kinda like, well, this is why. Yeah. But my, um, my most recent ex that I just broke up with like a month ago, mm-hmm. he was a Sagittarius man. And I don't tolerate Sagittari- Sagittarius men annoy the hell out of me.
1: There, that's too much attention seeking for you because you can be the only Sag. You are <laughs> like the life of the party in a lot I of gotta- different
0: ways. I gotta say, though, I'm really not. Like, I don't like a bunch of attention on me. I actually have, like, social anxiety.
1: No, no, no. I didn't mean, like, you like the attention on you. You like to make things lively. Like, when we were at the New Year's Eve party, you were, like, you're... How do I explain this? So, you're the fire person that makes other people's fire bigger. Not your fire bigger. You like oh, want gotcha. everyone's fire to be as big as yours. So when there's another Sag in the room that may be similar, it removes that like attention that you create.
0: Does that make sense? I'm a little confused, but <laughs> I feel like so. Our so I, I can see I can see how that makes sense. Mm-hmm. His was like he loved attention on himself. That's why I'm just like um I'm I'm very not like that like I'm not that like I don't like attention to myself or if I do like it or if I do want attention then it's like a controlled attention yeah like not too much because I don't like it you know I like I said I don't really care for it I think Uh, I
1: still have your birth chart I'm gonna bring it up because I think if I remember correctly I think I know what placement that is
0: (laughs) I'm sure I think it's like my Virgo part part of my Virgo
1: Because don't you have a Virgo rising? Yes. Yes. Okay. So that's what it is. And you have an Aries moon, so you like to initiate like things when it comes to like emotions and just emotion, not necessarily just emotional things, but things that are related to your moon. You like to be the initiator of things, and also it annoys you when people make things about themselves all the time and only that. Yeah. You like a well-rounded conversation.
0: Absolutely. Um, oh, so this was something that has never happened before. I've never met someone that I shared a birthday with.
1: Oh. And
0: on. me and Helm shared a birthday, like, same birthday. Different year, but, like, same birthday. Do you and... happen to know
1: his birth time?
0: Um, No, I don't. Okay. okay.
1: It's okay. We won't read your ex on the podcast.
0: I... <laughs> I recall the last time I wished his mom would have swallowed him. But <laughs> <laughs> cannot tell you the time that he, you know, was birthed into this planet. Okay. But um Yeah, so that obviously didn't work out. But that was just something that I just was like. Uh... It was just exhausting to me, because I'm just, like, mm-hmm. not, and and I I think I might have talked about this on another episode, but mm-hmm. I'm just, like, not, uh, like, as social as I might seem, I'm not, like, that's not, like, I'm not at 100 all the time,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it's, like, all of that kind of stuff is just exhausting to me.
1: And that's why you recharge with your little face masks and your drink and your yes. mood lighting and your comfort
0: <laughs> shows i see you that is me all the time ta- that is me like 99 percent of the time mm-hmm. um, but yeah no absolutely um i was going to ask you something i forgot um which signs for you personally make the best friend because obviously everyone's definition of a best friend is going to be different but mm-hmm. like for you who do you connect with more
1: well not to complicate things a little bit more but i have <laughs> have you seen shrek <laughs> i yeah, swear this has a point to it okay <laughs> so you know onions are shrek... layers or what yes <laughs> yes <laughs> my friendships are like onions it, they have a lot of layers and you <laughs> said sorry that's my housemate's dog i'm not giving him attention and he's also in aries by the way april oh
0: god no i'm just kidding (laughs) i mean we're team aries here all day every day
1: exactly always um but what was i saying
0: you were talking about how your friendships um, are like onions
1: yes um so my friendships are like onions and i have an inner layer and there's very few people in that inner layer but i keep Okay, this is not to sound bad. It's not that I keep them around for this reason. We vibe really well. But the three people that are in my inner onion is because they have certain signs. And yes, I have all of their birth charts. They have certain placements. And it makes sense as to why they became my inner, like inner onion friends. But they have placements that help me get out of my Aryan head. Like, I am very headstrong. I know that I am stubborn. That is something that I've been working on for a couple of years. I know that I am very aggressive. I know that I am very quick to anger. But I'm also really quick to come down. So, like, you can piss me off in seconds, but give me an hour, and then I'm fine, and we can talk about it and move on. Okay. Um, but I keep, like, they are my inner inner onion because one of them is a Pisces sun, Scorpio moon. Nope. It's reverse. Scorpio, sun, Pisces moon. And then one of my friends is an Aries. The other one is an Aries sun, Scorpio moon. And the other one is an Aquarius sun um, with a Leo moon. And they have other placements that complement each other and complement mine. But when I need someone to be direct and just tell me how things are, I go to my friend that is an Aries sun. If I need something to be like more like dreamy and kind of talk through things in a more like poetic and dreamy and like feely emotional way I'm gonna go to my friend that's has a Pisces moon if I need to process something initially release like my anger without filter without having like with knowing that the person I'm talking to isn't going to take something personally because I am just letting things spill out of my mouth And I go to my Aquarius sun, um, Leo moon friend, and also my Scorpio moon friend. So I've noticed. Everyone has their purpose. Yes. And I've noticed that the people that I keep closer to me either have Aquarius, Sagittarius, Aries, or Scorpio placements. And I feel like Scorpio is probably something to do with my mom that I can explore in therapy later. Um, (laughs) Aquarius (laughs) also has to do with my dad because he has an Aquarius Venus and I believe Mercury. Um, And so, I mean, regardless, there's like, they mirror parts of my life. But it's those four placements that I, I have seen as a common thread. Oh, and Libra. Libra placements because they're very balanced and they those motherfuckers can't make a decision to save their life, but <laughs> they'll help you see every single side of something.
0: Correct. And you know, it's funny because uh, me just as like just me, like uh, I don't think I have Libra in anything on my chart, but I do feel like I'm very like that where I can make a decision but I look at all outcomes. Are you similar like that at all? Do you have yes. that? Yes.
1: It's because Libra and Aries are sister signs. So they are yin and yang. Aries, uh, sorry, not Aries. I meant to say uh, fire and air get along really well. Um, Earth and water vibe with each other. And it takes work for earth and water and fire and air to vibe with each other. So air is Libra. Aries is fire and they are sister signs. So what Aries has, Libra lacks. What Libra has, Aries lacks. So even though we can, as Aryans, we can see like all sides of things, and we will weigh our option. We'll make a decision, and sometimes it's impulsive. <laughs> um,
0: Sorry, every time we say Arians, I get triggered. I'm like, I'm like, I'm thinking about these like skinheads, and I'm like,
1: <laughs> oh no, 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 Aries, I'll keep it to Aries.
0: <laughs> I'm like, I, I yeah, I just think of Trump supporters, and I'm like, oh gross. but yeah, no, Ugh. um, just kind of like on a very surface level peeve. Mm -hmm. is and this can apply to many things actually um when people say like i'm a blank and we don't roll that way oh my gosh and that can apply to like um you know races that could apply Mm -hmm. to people who think that they own cities like i'm Mm -hmm. from brooklyn i'm from oc i'm from san diego whatever Mm -hmm. like People are like, oh, I'm a Leo. We don't roll that way, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure no one would be okay with like getting spit in their face. Like
1: exactly. Like
0: you don't have to add your sign to it, or you don't have to add, you know, I'm uh, I'm Puerto Rican. I'm Irish. I'm whatever. Like keep that detail out. We're good. Just tell us that... That you're disrespected.
1: <laughs> you said it's a surface level peeve. It is a deep peeve for me because I'm just <laughs> like you do not represent every single one of them and also i'm pretty sure i can find something either in your chart or in your characteristics that does roll that way so
0: <laughs> that like spit in their face
1: <laughs> i mean in like certain contexts you know
0: true true i always think of um did you ever watch bad girls club
1: Oof, a couple episodes yeah
0: oh yeah there was a girl from like boston
1: mm-hmm. and
0: one of my like one of my first boyfriends did not laugh last- it lasted like two weeks Mm -hmm. but so i don't even consider it a boyfriend but he was from boston and he Mm -hmm. was puerto rican would not shut the fuck up about either of them like i'm from boston we don't roll like that or i'm from boston i'm puerto rican and i'm like oh my goodness shut up like Mm -hmm. yeah again did not last long but i just don't (laughs) like be proud but like don't use it to like excuse or or justify correct like you're you're human and mm. you're you're proud of where you're from and you know all of that but I'm like to justify it in actions I'm like don't
1: yeah same that is something that is one of my pet
0: peeves too is like
1: oh I did that because I'm a Sagittarius oh I did that because <laughs> I'm not going to say that part, never mind. <laughs> but, yeah, you know you know what I mean. I just, I also, Correct. that does really annoy me because you're right. Yes, be proud. That's perfectly fine. But don't use that for every little thing as a justification or as an excuse.
0: Like, yeah, have you ever seen that meme where it's like, um, like, uh, horoscope, horoscope girls are the worst because they'll literally hit you with their car and they'll be like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'm <laughs> such a Capri son. <laughs> yes. So, ever since I saw that meme, I just start calling uh, Capricorns Capri Suns because I think it's so funny.
1: That is really funny. Yeah, ooh, Capricorns. I forget about those, but...
0: <laughs> um, what about, the? I mean, what, what intrigued you to have that reaction?
1: They're so stubborn! Oh my gosh, I'm stubborn too, but I will eventually <laughs> bend. However, every Capricorn, and I have Capricorns in my onion, I do. But they're a little <laughs> further out in their layers for reasons. But they're like, they're the
0: sticker on the onion that you peel off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly, it's on there if I want it to be on there. But when I'm done,
0: uh, they are hanging off. on by adhesive. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes,
1: they're just. It's important to be all about your work or all about something that you consider work. It's important to be to love structure. It's important to and like. I have a really close friend who has a lot of Capricorn or I have a close friend who has a lot of Capricorn placements, but I am convinced that their Sagittarius and Aquarius placements like help level it out because it can't always just be structure, 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 work, 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 work. And like pretend that you are a robot that has absolutely no emotions. And it's like Capricorn. I love to describe Capricorns as emotionally constipated because there's just (laughs) so much in there. They cannot get it out. And so they focus heavily on like work or structure or just like building something. And regardless of what they do, they'll end up talking about work. They'll end up creating something about work. They'll end up or they're like obsessive with money, which like money is important. Of course, like we live in a capitalist world. We cannot not want money or make money in order to survive. But like, not everything needs to be monetary. We can just sit here and vibe and smoke a joint, and we don't have to talk about how rolling joints can turn into this like structural business that we can make money off of. Like, let me just fucking enjoy my joint
0: and yeah. unwind. You know. It's funny you say that because I I know I dated a, a Capricorn for five years. Wow. And yeah, Virgo.
1: Virgo, sun, Virgo rising.
0: Virgo, something. Um, yeah,
1: that that's makes
0: sense. Um, yeah, so I dated a Capricorn for five years, and I and obviously you know we like text every few months just to check about each other. But mm-hmm. um, I one of my good friends is a Capricorn, and that just doesn't like both like the characteristics that you've read out to me like I don't feel like describes either of them at all.
1: I wonder what the rest of their birth. Again, I am hyper focusing. Yeah. I am like there it's just that one quality (laughs) about that sign also i am not the knower of all things of astrology like i'm still learning about degree theory i'm still learning about because there's this theory that every number relates to like an astrology sign so one i think it's one or zero is aries one is what's after aries taurus to represents you know and it just goes around like that in the degrees of each sign um and so that also influences your so i have my cancer mars is at a aries degree so my cancer placement is also influenced by aries and it's also influenced by the 12th house and so it's not like a true cancer and so there's a lot of nuances to astrology that i'm leaving out and so i'm being very like vague and like hyper focusing on these one aspects <laughs> but it could be other placements that they have that kind of help level that out the ones that i'm thinking of while talking about that have heavy capricorn placements and i'm just like can we chill like just learn <laughs> to relax a little bit it's right okay <laughs>
0: um well you can't smoke uh capitalism without capricorn you tried. I know I did. I tried. <laughs> I'll <laughs> give, it give it to you. Me. I
1: laughed. It was funny. It was funny. I
0: laughed. Um, well, I feel like I'm definitely gonna have to take a class on this, like a master mm-hmm. class, because part two, like episode two of astrology with you, I'm I'm gonna wanna cause right now when you're saying things, I'm like uh-huh uh-huh i know these words <laughs> <laughs> i'm like that woman like with the like the, the astro- numbers like, like the memes yeah or like the right the geog- the fucking you get Geometry. it the algebra yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> whatever starting to wrap up the end of episode or part one of astrology mm-hmm. tell me why one sign has screwed you over above the rest
1: Ooh. I'm going to choose this sign because I am very resentful for a lot of reasons. And even though it's been almost a year, I'm still not over
0: it. Get it off your chest.
1: Um, I'm going to say the Sagittarius mofo. No! Like, yeah. <laughs> and,
0: he ruined it for all of us.
1: <laughs> and I mean, with my ex-ex, the Leo, like they screwed me over for lots of other reasons. And denied. Well, they both motherfuckers denied. But, um, and it's fine, I got receipts, so try me. Um, Wait, uh,
0: you, you dated, you? do you exclusively <laughs> date fire signs? <laughs> I can't even get the words out.
1: Um, I didn't think so, but looking at my history, yeah, it looks like a lot. So my first girlfriend was, <laughs> was a Leo. My second person I was interested in that was like kind of a girlfriend was a Sagittarius, Um, and then there was an Aries that I like messed around with, but I can be the passionate initiator and like, that's it. You know, there can't be two of us. And so if it's me or her, it's going to be me. And, (laughs) um,
0: your entire, like I said, your entire dating history is just fire signs. Like Mm -hmm. as I'm going through them. Yep. (laughs) Someone's someone walks up to you at a bar. You're like, hold the fuck up before you even mumble a word at me. What's your sign? You want to know the crazy Keep thing? Keep it fucking going.
1: <laughs> I didn't even ask. The only one that had, like, initiated the relationship with, like, let me see your birth chart was the Sagittarius, the most recent ah, one. All the <laughs> other ones it just, like, <laughs> happened.
0: <laughs> Situationships. They all just Yeah. Happened.
1: Yeah, but, yeah, he screwed me over because, you know, I – love the adventurous side of Sages. Like they're so fun. They're so adventurous. They can also, they also know when it can be like chill time and to have deep talks. They yep. are ruled by a very philosophical planet. So they are about like philosophy and they do have so much insight to share, but also that just like there's multiple sides to everything, they can be a little shy, um, and they can be secretive and <laughs> they also know how to manipulate things to sound away or to exclude certain information. and It's why
0: I went to law school.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs>
1: and I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Where'd you go to law school?
0: Um, where? Yeah. Um, in Orange County. Uh, oh, yeah, I have, I have my degree in, in paralegal studies, and they had a program that if you went for another like year and a half, Mm-hmm. You could technically become a lawyer, so I was like, okay, work. It wasn't for me. I had I had already moved to Phoenix by that point. Yeah. Um, oh, that's
1: cool. That's good. Yeah. I, well, like...
0: I've, I've suppressed all of my law school learnings, mm-hmm. so like literally nothing. I just have a few books.
1: Yeah, that's fine.
0: <laughs> it wasn't my, for you. <laughs> absolutely not. So boring to me. Yeah,
1: um, it is. But really I will be there me. to
0: litigate if they need me to argue. I will argue a fucking. I will argue a point till it's bone dry.
1: That's the thing. You're a Aries Moon Sag Sun, so you are quick with words. Oh <laughs> I my am. gosh. You will spit them out faster than anyone has like two seconds to think. Like <laughs> someone's barely formulating their first comeback when you're already on your like tenth comeback.
0: Correct. And that's why I um... do you watch Drag Race? Sometimes yes. Uh, I stay just watching like the reading is fundamental challenge compilation videos on YouTube because like they're just mm-hmm. stay re- like roasting each other. And I'm like, this is my language. Like I love this.
1: <laughs> roasting um, is your love language.
0: Yes, is. Um, Well, I'm going to make a case for mm-hmm. why most tourist men are trash.
1: OK, go for it
0: um, real quick. Uh, so my my stepdad uh, is tourist man, not mm-hmm. trash. Obviously, I love him um i have a friend too maru he's so fucking sweet and supportive and a listener of the show so mm-hmm. um you know love maru and then mm-hmm. the the third one that's like actually good too is is gonna be your friend
1: mm-hmm. oh he's um, such a sweetheart he I is. Love he's him. very
0: sweet but when i met him there was just there there was like the vibe was just kind of also off too yeah there were red flags which you know kind of M- mildly might have um you know attracted me at first
1: yeah as much as i love he he, he did have some red flags at that
0: time. correct but he's grown and i'm like cool like i like this person yeah now like he's a he's a friend we all have um, red flags you know of course absolutely um i mean i won't say mine because we're already past the hour mark but <laughs> We we'll have to double that as soon as you start diving into mine. But
1: I won't say mine because I don't have any.
0: First <laughs> 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 <This> red flag. <laughs> the, the red flag within itself, <laughs> um, and then so and then I'm just gonna start going into like it, it getting worse and worse. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. now that we got the good tourist men out of there, the fir- the the first one that wasn't so good is the one that you know who was friends with your ex. Mm. Um, we'll call him O.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and so we were together for two months Mm -hmm. he cheated on me twice i know a home moves quick but so he cheated on me twice Mm -hmm. and then we you know we ended things of course and then i became friends with another guy we'll name we'll call him d
1: Mm
0: -hmm. and um Me and my friend D were obviously friends. And then I invited D to hang out with me, Hillman O
1: Mm -hmm.
0: one night. Uh, I wake up, I'm brushing my teeth. And then I look over to the right and I just see them like making out.
1: Shut the fuck up. Two
0: tourist men are just making out on the couch. After I introduced them. And D y'all didn't that-
1: have y'all didn't have some like agreement, right? Because it wasn't like an open relationship, or just like no, these no, are no. the boundaries. Y'all were monogamous.
0: Yeah. Well, no, 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 let me tell you. So me and O were broken up by this time. We were just friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But D knew that O was my ex.
1: Oh. And damn. I'm just like,
0: okay, it's a little sketched. And then D like swore up and down. He's like, I want nothing with him. He lives in another state. Nothing's gonna happen. Fast Mm -hmm. forward, they ended up, like, being in a relationship for, like, six months. Damn. Two tourist men in a relationship. And then the third tourist man that really wrapped it the fuck up. I was talking to this man for, like, a little over a year. He, like, was stringing me along. He was so toxic. He would Mm -hmm. show up to my apartment when I would finally decide to block him and, like, I'm over your shit. He would show up. And just not the best person, but also I had to mm-hmm. learn that myself. And I had to, yeah. you know, it, it was a, it was a lesson that I had to learn. So, but overall, I mean, <coughs> category, bless you. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, And I was just like, so that for me is why Taurus men are wishy-washy for me.
1: Yeah, that'll do it.
0: That is correct, yeah.
1: I just took a hit, so I got a cough. I am so
0: sorry. (laughs) Oh, I thought you sneezed. (laughs) I took a drag of that shit. I know.
1: I took a drag of that shit like it was going to run away. My bad.
0: It might have. I mean, you're up to good stuff, I bet. Um,
1: The Oregon shit is pretty
0: good. I I bet. I mean, that is like one of the places that I think of when I think of like you know the pot capital of the U.S. (laughs) yeah Um, well I want to thank you so much for joining me today it was a lot of fun and thank
1: you for having me
0: of course we're gonna have to do this again like a part two on astrology or even something else because honestly I don't know when I'm gonna want to study all of this because I'm working on a lot of shit at work Mm. Um, so I don't know if like my brain can handle more but please come back on another episode. Absolutely. Uh, just tell me when. Abs. Okay. Tomorrow. No, I'm just kidding. But, <laughs> well, thank you again so much. And thank you for everyone who is listening.
1: Yeah. Thank you for everyone that's listening. And I do want to say I'm not an expert. I'm still learning too. So.
0: Well, thanks again. Uh, and thank you for everyone who's listening and stay tuned for the next episode airing July 1st, where me and my old roommate talk about our peeves about roommates. So we might talk (laughs) shit about each other on the episode. I'm looking forward to that
1: one. Bye.
0: (laughs) Bye, Chris.